out. Good evening, everyone. Um, we have just returned from executive session in which we discussed matters covered under exception three of the Mass Open Meeting Law to discuss issues related to collective bargaining or litigation if an open meeting may have a detrimental effect on the bargaining or litigating position of the public body. The discussions pertain to the Antwerp Teachers Association, Units A and B, and the AFL-CIO custodians, cafeteria workers, and secretary units. So I will now call to order this uh, November 18th, 2021 regular session of the Medfield School Committee, beginning with a roll call. Tim Knight? Here. And Megan Glenn? Here. Anna May O'Shea? Brooke? Here. And Jessica Riley here. Uh, this meeting is being recorded and will be posted to the Medfield TV YouTube channel. Um, as posted on the agenda tonight, we will not be accepting public comment at this meeting. Um, however, at meetings going after this, uh, we will return to our regular agenda. Um, so the next item is the approval of minutes. Do I hear a motion to approve the regular session minutes for October 25th, 2021 and November 1st, 2021? So moved. Tonight, do I have your second? Second, Megan. Glenn, second. All right, all in favor? Aye. 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 Okay, the motion passes uh, unanimously. Now, do I hear a motion to approve and retain the executive session minutes for September 9th, 2021 and November 1st, 2021? So moved. Uh, is it November 1st or November 7th? I'm sorry, I may have made a typo there again. Uh, first. first. It says first. Yeah, okay, great, thank you. Thank you. Uh, so I do hear a motion to approve, is that you, Tim? Yes. Okay, and then second? Second, second. Okay, all in favor? Aye. Aye. Okay, the motion passes unanimously. Uh, now I need to vote, I'm sorry, to retain, or did I do that in the original way? You said to retain. Okay, thank you. <clears throat> sorry, I get a little ahead of myself sometimes. All right, so uh, we come to new business now, which is the, um, the reason that we are uh, kind of deviating from the originally anticipated agenda because um, we are in a position in which we need to withdraw from the MSBA Dale Street New Elementary School project. Um, I was wondering, Dr. Martin, if you kind of, uh, if you could explain kind of specifically what, why we are doing this motion right now. Sure. And kind of go from there. So um, as you know, the Board of Selectmen on Tuesday night and uh, the School Building Committee last night voted to withdraw from the, the, the uh, MSBA program. So in order for us to do this, uh, we would have to, you folks would vote to withdraw tomorrow. We would send it a letter to MSBA and then they would put Medfield on the agenda for their December 15th meeting in order for us to be withdrawn officially from the program. So, I mean, I think it makes sense to do that sooner rather than later. If we don't do that now, then you're looking at a March meeting. So it kind of drags on more and more and more. Or, um, we had a, um, a telephone call with, uh, MSBA on Tuesday morning and um, you know they kind of play that out for us and we thought that it made sense uh, Tim Bonfati, Mike Lohman and I thought it made sense to do it this way so that's why the selectmen did it Tuesday last night SBC and then dissolve the SBC and then um, tonight for you folks so that's the process then what will happen is they'll send us a letter back once the, the board approves uh, that on the, the 15th and then there'll be a signature required by the school committee chair, the superintendent, and the board, the board of selectmen chair as well. Which and is why becomes, we're going to split this vote. Yeah, it becomes official. So, yeah, why well, need the two votes? Um, did you, I know that we all uh, kind of want to make a brief statement about this and also kind of, um, you know, kind of really think about how we move on. At the same time, I do not want to have a huge, long deliberation about this simply because I think that we all need some time, some cooling off at the town level. Um, and that there are a lot of things that uh, are kind of happening right now that we do not necessarily want to put plans in jeopardy. There are a lot of things that are just kind of 
running around right now trying to to really kind of figure out at the town level how we proceed um, and we have a very specific uh, duty here which is the duty to provide education to the students of Medfield that is our our kind of sole um, true core duty so um, I know that Dr. Marson had something that he would like to say and then I I have a statement as well and then if the rest of you would like to kind of um, talk about where where you are your and um, kind of next steps we will be having an additional meeting right after Thanksgiving so that we can have that specific uh, input so that we can be really talking about next steps from here. Mm -hmm. Dr. Mars, would you like to go ahead? Sure, thank you, Madam Chair. So I just want to take this opportunity to thank the many people that invested thousands of hours in working towards successful passing a new elementary school. Um, first of all, all of you on the Medfield School Committee, each one of you played a critical role throughout this process, approving the education plan, grade configuration, approval of the scope of project. Some of you are members of the SBC or even in subcommittees, and you all fought for, far hard to support the project that we believe was the best both educationally and financially for the citizens of Medfield. Thank you for your continued support of the district and your commitment to our kids. The SBC, nowhere has a better group of professionals been assembled together on a local school building committee. Tim Bonfati, Mike Weber, Tom Erb, Walt Kincaid, Mike Marcucci, Leo Brem, Anna May O'Shea-Brook, Bob Sliney, Amy Colloran, Michael LaFrancesca, Steve Brenham, and Christine Trierweiler, and especially our chair and fearless leader, Mike Quinlan. I'm so proud to have worked so closely with these individuals as we developed what we thought was the best solution for our community. I cannot thank you all enough for your tireless dedication to our children and our teachers. None of your old children would ever even benefit from this project, but you volunteer for the greater good of the community. Also, thanks to Pete Peterson on the board of selectmen. You know, he wasn't part of the SBC, but he really supported the project a lot. So I, I want to thank Pete as well. The communication subcommittee, um, thank you to Anna May O'Shea Brook, Susan Maritan, Tracy Rogers, Tim Bonfati, Tim Knight, Bob Sliney. Your job was certainly not easy, but your communications were always fact-based and never fear-based. And you always kept the mission of providing the accurate information without getting sucked into all the noise. Thank you for always taking the high road and special thanks to Janie Boylan for designing our elementary school at the Wheelock campus logo. Sustainability subcommittee, uh, Megan Sullivan, Tom Erb, Amy Collar and Walt Kincaid, Alex Stevens and Jason Uzzle. Uh, thank you for your guidance and expertise to make the new school design facility friendly to our environment. I certainly learned a lot from what they did. Um, that was sustainability and that and all the alternative energy is something I've always been interested in but didn't know a lot of. And I, I learned an awful lot about it during this process. Um, the Warren Committee, led by Sharon Tatro, they took on the task providing independent analysis of this project by meeting with all the groups involved in providing a detailed report of the costs and implications for the general public. They put the time and effort like no other finance board in any other town has ever done. I thank them for their independent analysis and overwhelming support of this project. The team at For Our Kids and For Our Town, Mike Pastore, Nicole Drummond, Jenny Shaw, Michelle Kirkby, Jeff D'Amico, and so many others that worked tirelessly behind the scenes to advocate and promote for this project. It was truly a grassroots organization dedicated to our kids. They fundraised, developed factual mailers, distributed signs, and held rallies to support this project. Thanks to everything you've done to support this project. Um, lots of school personnel involved in this as well. A special thanks to Steve Brennan and Michael LaFrancesca, who, like all of us, spent many hours away from our families to support this project. Whether it was weekly group meeting, working group meetings, visioning sessions, SBC meetings, community forums, or school visits, they were always there. Owen O'Corpora for all the extra time he put in and setting up and managing the zillions of Zoom meetings that we had <laughs> over the course of the last few years. I know he was looking forward to the next phase of the project to work with the consultants on technology aspects of the new building. Andrea Moores, who worked directly with our OPM to get all of our meetings and our subcommittee meetings posted and all of the stuff posted on our website as well. Marissa Foley, who worked so hard to completely redesign our website. I know she was very flattered when the word on the street was that we were paying consultants to redesign our website when actually it was one of our talented technology staff members. So thanks so much to Marissa. Um, and of course, our Dale Street teachers, their input was critical to the education plan, the design of this project. Um, as always, their input to the process was always in the best interest of students. And I can't thank them enough for their passion for our students and this project. The teams of Left Field and Arrow Street. Uh, Left Field always kept us on track and Arrow Street took the education plan that was described by MSBA 
as a model for all elementary schools in the state and brought it to life in an amazing design. We are really sorry we couldn't complete this project with you. So the sun did come up on Tuesday and we're still doing the important work of edu educating kids. I continue to be hopeful for another project and look forward to the solutions that the next SBC will bring forward. However, it'd be irresponsible for me if I didn't share a couple of concerns with the school committee and the public as we move forward. The first thing, I'm concerned about the assumptions that the 51% that voted no did so because they want a new school at Dale. I think we need to take a deep dive and figure out the reasons why folks voted no and then learn from that. Second one, I heard on Tuesday night that the mistakes of the SBC were made by lack of community engagement. I have to disagree with that. We had um, almost 100 public meetings and I don't think that constitutes a lack of community engagement. I'm concerned about the recent let's go at it alone mantra that I'm hearing. There's a reason why a vast majority of schools in the Commonwealth are built using MSBA. Medfield has not built a school in 50 years, has done a lot of remodeling, but nothing new. The numbers that I'm hearing tossed around are akin to remodeling numbers, not building a new school and new construction. And because the MSBA identified the Dale Street School for replacement, we cannot use the accelerated re repair program to replace the roof, boilers, and windows. You remember that we replaced the boilers and wheel locks just a few years ago using that program, and we received 38% reimbursement. That opportunity is no longer there for us. Lastly, having lived on the front lines of this project for almost four years, I think we need to be very thoughtful as we move forward and not minimize the complexity of building a school or renovating a school or the process of reconfiguring grades or schools. Again, I want to thank everyone for their effort in this project. I look forward to another project for our kids and our teachers. Thanks. Thank you, Dr. Archie. Um, so tonight we are taking a vote to fulfill a requirement, essentially to withdraw from the MSBA program. Our co-sponsors have done so over the last two nights, and I, I think we've had plenty of emotion expressed one way or another about the votes, the procedures, how we got here and what impact it will have on the town and the volunteers we will continue to attract. I would say that as a financial reality, Medfield could never afford the caliber of professional advice that we have had at our disposal for the last four years. And this is true for every other aspect of government here. So if we're looking at a long-term cost, we may have just watched far more than $19 million fly out the window. The school committee though is still here. And despite the rancor and confusion that surrounded the vote, our focus is and will continue to be our students and staff now and in the future. I do not feel like it is a useful discussion to, as Gus Murphy might put it, put a stake in the ground and then theorize around it tonight. Our stake in the ground is already there, and that is the high quality education of our town's children. Your child's safety, health, and education will always be at the forefront of our decisions. And now we need to pursue two parallel paths. One, to make sure that the Dale Street School facility has the support and resources to continue as the best learning environment it can be for an unspecified length of time and to work with the Board of Selectmen and the town to pursue the best scenario for a future space, if that is possible. To that end, we are each engaging in conversations throughout the town. And I have asked the town facilities director, Amy Collarin and principal Steve Brenham to come to our next meeting and present on immediate and intermediate needs. I also feel that an immediate reconvene of the school building committee does not address the issues that made the first vote fail. And if we go ahead in the next month, we are doomed to repeat history. We need to cease making assumptions about who voted for what and why. And we need hard data collected objectively, unless we intend to keep throwing human capital and money down a hole. Thank you. Anyone else? No? I, I Please? A lot of what I was going to say, you have almost actually use the same words um, that I, I, you know, I don't want to sit here and dwell on how we feel and the right. disappointment and whatnot, but um, exactly what you said, we can't ignore the fact that it was nearly 50% of people in this town did support the school and that is not insignificant whatsoever. And the assumption that the other 50% voted no merely because 
of the location, I can't quite wrap my head around. And I feel like um, either formally or informally, we need to drill down, as you said, and really get to the heart of what it was that was the obstacle for people in, in supporting this. And um, what I would hope and pray we get from the town is complete and utter honesty about people's priorities and the rationale behind what, what they did. Um, because even if it did switch locations, there's still 50%. There's still 50% that maybe would vote it down. And I don't want to keep repeating this right. over and over and over again. Um, but I think that as you kind of touched on, we need to really be clearer, I guess, as a, as a school committee that what we put forth in the school committee, the school building committee, the selectmen, I had supposed all three of them until the kind of the zero hour when one fell out, um, was a compromise in that it was not only for the benefit and the best thing we could do for our students, but that it was an addition to our town that was able to provide a lot of flexibility and answers to town-wide problems. And so I think that there's an obvious disconnect, at least between what we see as the, towns, the goal for both our schools and our town, and what at least one or part of the select board feels are the goals. Um, and so I think that needs to, to get, you know, worked out. Um, and like I said, we need to survey or somehow figure out what the reasons were why people um, didn't support this particular school. And I'm not going to say that they didn't support a new school. My God, I hope that's not the case. Um, but the fact of the matter is that we put our heads together we are in the trenches hearing from all the teachers, all the parents of the things that they want in a school, that they experience in a school, what the shortfalls of the system we have in place are, and put a plan together in conjunction with these professionals that um, at the MSBA who were overseeing all of this and the, the volunteers that brought their expertise overwhelmingly supported by the Warren Committee and at least two of the three selectmen. In fact, it was three until, like I said, at the zero hour. And I'm not sure I would still like to hear from Gus what it was that swayed him at the, um, you know, a week before the town meeting. But uh, all of that input um, to just be ignored um, because of a location, I, I don't know that I can't wrap my head around that. Um, so that's that's the data I'm looking for before we can officially move forward. Um, God, we know we need a school. Gosh, we've needed a school for a long time. And the fact that we're walking away from the MSBA, although heartbreaking, is not, it does not mean we're quitting. It does not mean that we're not doing our job. You know, we're so upset about this because we do care. And so the accusations that we ignored people and we don't care and we just wanted what we want that it's just not true you know um and and there's no one no one more than dr marston that cares about the future and the well-being of our kids and to uh to hear the things that are or read the things that are being said um it's just this town needs to kind of come together and uh when we do, we're gonna create a great school. I said I'd keep the emotion out of it and I can't, but <laughs> that's how I feel. Yeah. Uh, Mary May, Tim, and I do want to acknowledge that Leo is not here tonight. He had an urgent issue come up. Um, everybody's fine, but he did have an urgent issue come up just before the meeting that he needed to attend to. Well, I, I, I believe I said my piece last night at the SBC meeting. <clears throat> But I would like to just, um, I'm, I'm looking forward to the De December 1st meeting and because I know there are parents out there who are just filled with angst. And I, I just, we have to acknowledge that, that there are a lot of parents who are incredibly worried and really just 
you know, doing some soul searching and I don't blame them. So, um, but so I look forward to December 1st in, in, in starting to plan what our next steps are, <clears throat> but, and also the Dale Street teachers. And I did mention that last night, but I, I, I feel like I compelled that I must mention that um, they are an extraordinary group of educators and they will continue to do the extraordinary work that they do even in the state of Dale as is. Um, so I, I, I commend them, I thank them. I am sorry that um, they, they weren't validated, um, but we're gonna, as Megan said, we're gonna continue, you know? We gotta move forward, that's the goal. So onwards and upwards. Exactly. Jim? Jim, my, my comments, I, mean, I, I think the two of you, I echo a lot of what you said, I'll say it myself, that Thank you. I mean, incredible gratitude to the, the committees, the citizens who stepped up, everybody in this room. It was, it was, um, well, a disappointing result. It was enjoyable to be part of that, um, part of something that I, I personally thought was the right thing. It was great. You know, something that I was, I was um, very excited about. The, I, I will, will echo, and I didn't hear as much, it's, it's incredible disappointment for the, the teachers that didn't be Mr. Dr. Marson starting with you and all the way down. Um, the town, I, I, at least this member of the town, wants the best schools and um, best for the kids. And I, I do think about, you wanna retain the best, you wanna retain and hire the best talent. And there is something to be said for modernized and, and um, you know, raising the chefs. I, since somebody, you know, growing up, I watched Little House on the Prairie. Right, <laughs> too. And they had schoolhouses. Yeah. Right? And, and um, things evolve. And you look at the workplace, it's not like the way it used to be. Things are more open and, and things are changing. You look at homes, people are doing it in a different way. And, and I think, um, you know, we definitely did that in our design, but people do have to, to look out and say, this is going to evolve just because it was good for you, for me in the seventies, doesn't mean we want the same, right? So I think we, we I, I personally, we're gonna continue to fight for the, the best for the schools. I think, um, you know, I'm, I'm thankful that we had 4,000 voters is excellent. It was more, more than I expected. I, we need the input of the no's um you know that's thankful they showed up for sure um i i agree megan some of what you said i'm curious what happens whether it's a year or three or four years from now we cannot have another no that that's what troubles me is learning more about the nose and uh I mean, and that's, also does compromise uh born out of just the panic of not ever having the school indeed make things for this town that we worry so much about in terms of finance does it make it worse yeah those, those are you to... no that's all right but it, it i mean some of this could be a little discussion about going too deep but you know like as I, I said i've had a couple sleepless nights um philosophies i say is if it's not broken don't fix it and if you're going to do it do it right and and that's where where you know i think this was a good example um i'm concerned as to what that next step is right i, I think uh, i've heard um, enthusiasm let's get going with this svc but we have to think about what their scope is right what's the charter how do how does how do we make sure we're thoughtful about it because it can't be whether it's you know one year or six years it can't be no um, immediately, I'm concerned about the stabilization of Dale, mm -hmm. right? So th there's a there's a number of factors here that we have to um, just be thoughtful about. I think we, you know, I'm grateful that Marcucci is saying, "Hey, we, we're going to need some guidance. Mm -hmm. Let's just be be very very thoughtful." So I, th I think those are. I just said I, I, these are not. I didn't formally write out statements. Um, but, you know, it could go a couple paths. I, I sounds like there's a lot of folks out there. We heard some loud voices. Uh, we could use your help, right? As, as committees are formed, uh, we, we really saw some great uh, folks from the community step forward. I'm looking forward to, to you know them joining and, and helping. Uh, 
and yeah, it's there's a lot to you know, there's a lot we all kind of left on the field, a lot we could say. Uh, but I, you know, I think I'd, I'd close in my remarks again. A, a huge thank you to everyone who was a part of it. Um, the, the, the Dale Street teachers, Steve Branham, and you know, especially, uh, we are there for you. We are. It, it is not a representation uh, that we're not supporting the schools. Uh, we are. I think we just have to better understand again the nose. So how can we collaborate with the whole town to demonstrate what what we really are? Because the town has always been been there for the schools, for the kids, and and really for one another. And uh, you know, I'm sure that will come through. Um, so if we feel as though we have, and we'll never cover this exactly, but if we feel as though we uh, are comfortable now moving to the vote that we have to take tonight. Um, uh, do I hear a motion? Yeah, to... Before motion, I want one, one question and, and I'd rather ask, ask you now. Um, as we uh, withdraw from the NSBA, Jeff, I mean, I assume we have almost like a sponsor or somebody who kind of knows us pretty well. I, I just, I would like to think we can also continue to gain lessons from them, mm -hmm. right? Because if they're doing 1,700, I think that was the number I saw, 1,700 schools. Um, we're not the first time to miss like this, right? So I think that was the the only thing when I, I think withdrawing is is the, we, we didn't hit the numbers. That's what a mandate. I just would like to make sure, again, before we start that next phase, we do the best job we can of, of learning from that experience. And I think the MSBA has a body of knowledge that they could ideally share with us. You know, so that would be the only thing, you know, do, do we still have um, ability to communicate and work with them? Once you're out, you're out. You know, right? honestly, yeah, yeah, once you're out, you're out. And that also does not necessarily pertain to this vote right now. We don't really have a choice. So let's bring that to the table at the next meeting, because I'd like to bring this discussion. Yeah, and, and just, just to clarify, yeah, I'm, not, I, I'm not asking um, for anything I'm just saying, hey, you built relationships with our, um, you know, the, 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 whether it's the sponsor of that group. Right. They've been close. They've seen this every step of the way. They sure have. Well, I would I think also it would be valuable it. when we gather the, you know, Jeff, even I think everybody said, let's, let's make sure we learn from that. And I think I would just I think it's important to say, hey, well, you know, share the results. What did you see? Well, I mean, I think to some extent there, uh, just to wrap this up, I do think that this is a conversation we could have next time. I would also have to say that the volunteers that we had on the MSBA have actually, or on the school building committee, also had that experience and used that experience uh, for four years. So, you know, once we're out with the MSBA, we are out. Um, that doesn't mean that we can't go back, but at no time was there a fault found with our plan, with our, you know, timeline, timeline yeah. anything. So yeah. within the MSBA realm, we were dead on. So I suspect that they are just about as mystified and see this as something that is fairly unique to us right now. Um, but we can certainly come back to that discussion. But for right now, we need to focus on the, um, the decision we need to make right now. Yeah, uh, and I'm expecting we're going to have that reflective piece on December 1st mm -hmm. and um, lessons learned. And, yeah. Well, but we won't necessarily know the lessons learned. That's the thing that I'm trying to well, keep well, us from yeah. really necessarily wanna, um, um, pursuing right now. But in certain aspects, we can reflect. But we should but definitely sure. reflect. But I would like to see us reflect from a position of actually knowing more next time. Right, when it is on the agenda, when we have the time to actually truly respect what it is that we do and don't know and steps towards finding that out. And I think that that's going to be a professional endeavor it needs to be, but we can certainly discuss that. But I would like to um, certainly move on with this vote, particularly because we did not, um, we did not allow for public comment, public input, and we did not say that we would be deliberating on this 
we knew that it was kind of a pro forma vote that we were going to need to take. So if we're going to have that conversation, I would far rather have many more people here in the room with us virtually or together. Does that sound reasonable in terms of really structuring the conversation? Yeah, okay. Great. So do I hear a motion to withdraw from the Dale Street New Elementary School project? Um, do I hear one? Or I can make the motion because nobody wants to. I understand that. Okay. As committee, as chair, I will propose a motion to withdraw uh, from the Dale Street New Elementary School project from the MSBA. Do I hear a second? A second. Tim. All ironically in favor? Aye. Aye. Okay. We did it. Now we do have a second vote. Do I hear a motion? And I cannot do this one. Do I hear a motion to allow the school committee chairwoman and the superintendent to sign the MSBA withdrawal letter when it is received? I moved. So moved, Anna May. Second. Megan, second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Okay, the motion, both motions passed unanimously, although reluctantly. Okay. All right. Um, so we need two additional meetings in the month of December. One to cover, cover business that we expected to be covered in this meeting, as well as to cover uh, current maintenance plans for Dale. What enhancements we may need to make to Dale lacking anything but an idea that we should buy, build a school, which is essentially where we are right now. Um, so I know that I've reached out to each of you and it seems as though Wednesday, December 1st, is a date that we could uh, schedule our next school committee meeting and then we would keep the December 9th, right? Okay, so uh, do we need to vote that? I always forget what we need to vote for the calendar. Yeah. Um, you don't have to, but I probably should just, we're all I'm here just, just for doing. Fun. Okay, um, so do I hear a motion to um, schedule our next meeting for December 1st? Anna May, okay, second. and Megan second. And then, um, so our next regular business meeting will be December 2nd. The Need to vote on that. All in favor? All in favor. Oh, I didn't actually do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying so hard, and yet I think that we all realize that there's uh, a lot of people in here. So, um, so uh, just do I hear all in favor? Aye. Aye. Okay. The motion passes unanimously. Okay. So then we have a second meeting that we need to um, schedule that I don't think is quite so clear. And I need us to kind of look at our uh, calendars and discuss how we could do this. Um, our policy review, especially now knowing that not only are we, were we thinking that the gas might let off for a little bit in terms of kind of the amount of time that we were spending on building the elementary school and getting it to this point and now we are kind of in a, a dual process we need to kind of budget our time in a little bit of a different way so i think that our policy review especially on the scale that we're attempting it needs to be put into a workshop format um or we'll never really get through them uh i do have a goal of handing over hosting our policies to the msba by june 30th uh, MASC. MAS, yeah, sorry, MASC. <laughs> My deepest apologies, like I said. <laughs> well, yeah. By what date? June 30th. Oh, June 30th. Okay. okay, I'd like to have it. You know, certainly. Uh, uh, that would be awesome. That's it great. would be fabulous. Let's get this done. Yeah. So I think what that requires is that we do workshops in which we do a first reading that is an informed first reading, and then we do a second reading and we vote. Uh, large sections as we go, kind of in a monthly fashion until we get this. Would we do done. a workshop for first reading and just second reading during the meeting? Um, I have found workshops? that it seems that, uh, particularly as we start going, if we can be doing first reading 
and then a vote of second reading. We can always put them on the agenda or we can put the first reading on the agenda. All right, let me get, we wanna put the first reading in a workshop. Right. We could put the second vote if we felt confident um, that, and make sure that we had public input right. you know, for right. that. Right. And then discussion and then um, vote it within the meeting. But I also think that if we if there are policies, there are a couple of policies that we've kind of put off. I want to make sure that we're also cleaning those sure. up. So I'm you want to get a meeting before losing. the ninth, then is that what you're asking? So yeah. we have a, a workshop before the ninth. Uh, can... No, I think no. that that's actually I think that just that would a, actually yeah, just a workshop, you know, um, perhaps could we do it uh after the ninth? Sure. I was just thinking we don't need just maybe just second reading at a regular meeting versus another workshop. No, I'm good with that, but we're yeah. still going to end up having to have a workshop about once a month just for the first readings. Does that make sense? I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, we're going to have them anyway. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we have... So when are we going to have public input? Um, we can because always... we need public input, right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yes. So we do first reading. We put it on the agenda and people are able to have public input who could vote on it at that meeting or we could uh, so, take the public input after that second meeting. So just um, before solving, right, um, are you saying like during a workshop we could have public input? We don't typically do that, but we could. I'm just I mean, wondering, I mean, are we solving something we don't need to solve? Step between first reading and second reading. Perhaps what we need to do is set up a more of a, a Google form kind of input thing so that people can actually have that kind of input. Because I find that, you know, in general, we've been a little like it's it's hard to have input on on policies. We always have them on the website. Maybe what we need to do is really have a form so that people, if they have concerns, can literally give them to us so that we have more of a um, more of an ability to workshop that into our second reading. Does that sound reasonable? So maybe release the Google form after the each workshop? Yeah. Like the next day, so then there's time in between before the yes. next meeting. Okay. I like that a lot. Because then then yeah, everyone has an opportunity if they want. Right. Okay. Because it's hard to zoom in during the workshop. It is irksome. Yes. Okay. So uh, then if we could please look at our calendars. Um, you know, I, I love nothing more than a meeting just before the week of Christmas and <laughs> the holidays. No. Um, but surprisingly, uh, what are, first of all, what are our daytime issues? What are our evening issues? What what time frame would we like to do this? I know that during the pandemic, we were pretty loosey-goosey with people's Friday mornings, but I don't want to continue to assume that that is acceptable uh, for people's work schedules. That's um, my day off, so I, I like Friday. And but... why would you want one of those? <laughs> Tim, do Fridays work for you? In general, yeah. Uh, I just have... Um... If you're looking at the 17th, that's I'm going away then. Um, okay, so we can't do it. So could we do we could do the 10th. I'll bring the muffins. Or actually, if we get some scones, I can't do that. Yes, I could do the 10th. Tim, can you do the 10th? Yes. Okay. Do we want to do this early, Dr. Marshall? What's your whatever? Yeah, whatever works. Okay, so you guys tell me what time. Me, I uh, my kids. Ten. You got ten. We do ten. Tim, Megan. Yes. Okay, ten. Great. And then maybe what we try to do is uh, at that we uh, just try to set up what that workshop is in that period of time for the next several months, so that we just know that we're that one time each month. That. So let's. Um, so um, do I hear a motion to schedule a workshop on Friday, December 10th at 10 a.m. for the policy of the first reading of uh, policies? 
I'm sorry, for the purpose of the first reading of the policies. So moved. Megan Glenn, so moved. And do I hear a second? Second, Anna May. Anna May. Um, all right, do I hear all in favor? Aye. Okay, great. Then we will have a workshop for first readings of policies. And Megan, you and I, or you and Tim, can get together and kind of propose which ones these are. And we'll get those out far ahead of time. Okay, um, so that is essentially the end of our uh, of our business today. I do know that Dr. Marston uh, had some informational items. So just an update on the, the mask waiver. So um, we submitted the, the mask waiver to DESE. Um, I did get a call from them today and they're they're a little bit behind on this. So they, they told us that we should get a letter uh, if it's approved uh, by either next Wednesday or shortly right after Thanksgiving. So uh, they, they asked me a few questions about it and, and you know kind of what we're thinking and um, they'll, they'll put that together in a letter and send that over to us. So I'll put that in the packet for the next time. And, should, we should absolutely have it by the first. Okay, so let's be very clear <laughs> that a waiver allows us to pursue a plan, but it does not say that we're taking off masks on December 1st. No. Right. I just, I just like to make sure it, it everybody out us, there in TV land. Yeah, it, it gives us the opportunity. It gives us the opportunity yeah. to steer our ship, yeah. essentially. And there's still very low number of districts that have applied and received, so. Yeah. Will and probably I, be one of 20, 25 in the state. Right. And I think we have seen, you know, some spikes generally. Uh, and a lot of close contacts. And just, I would say it's kind of that two week cycle, two, two and a half week cycle that we see after social occasions, holidays, vacations seems to be bearing out a little bit this year. We'll have yeah, to see. Uh, so I'll be sending out another email tomorrow as I did on Sunday night, kind of updating. Um, and we do have a lot of cases at the, the, you know, more than we've had since last year at this time um, at the at the elementary level. Um, when I was talking to Desi today, they, they reported that there were um, over 300, 3,800 positives, new ones this week in schools in Massachusetts. So um, when I talked to my colleagues in Westwood, the same thing's happening there, um, right. Dedham, Ashland. So those, those situations are happening all around us. And, um, you know, I think we're, what we're seeing now is that second wave of when someone in the home is positive, everyone in the home becomes positive. And then we're starting to see that now this week where a lot of them are tied back to someone in their house that's positive. And we saw that in the height of it last year as well. Right. So, yeah. so it's, it's yeah. good that we kind of know what to expect at this point. And it certainly does not, you know, we have um, the grand opportunity to have our younger children Vaccinated now, which right. is 200 yesterday vaccinated. Hallelujah. And then 100, no, 200 the week before. So Hallelujah. we're going to do one more at least. And um, so that gives us an opportunity to get a lot of our kids vaccinated. So that's been working out well. Kathy's it's done great. a great job on that. You yeah. know what? Kathy it was amazing Thompson to see like good. some little, Tell little, you. little kids in there. Aww. There was not one tear in that place. Yeah. I, 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 it, I couldn't believe it. Um, and they had just rolled their sleeves up, you know. <laughs> you know, I, 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 how these kids are brave, and we uh, just want, yeah, no, and and you know, yeah. I can't imagine a lot of school districts are having these vaccine opportunities in their school. So I just, again, I I have said it to you before, but I want to thank you. I, obviously, personally, my own son was attending one yesterday, but just to have it that easy to drive up to our elementary school and walk in and and get a vaccine, it was. Awesome. Yes. I, I do truly think that Kathy Thompson deserves some sort I of award that they have not invented yet for the way that she <laughs> no has question helped about it. this yeah. entire town. No question. She and all the all nurses. Of this. I mean, mm -hmm. she was sitting in so many holding people, a teddy bear really, for one girl who was a little bit nervous, <laughs> just sitting there with her, you know. She's a gem. Yep. Sure is. What are the, um, I, and I agree, I don't mean to. What's the? Uh, I definitely. I mean, I, I can't say enough about Kathy. I've said that before. What, what's the? Um, what's like the number of students that are actually out right now that, that have to be out? And I know that's. Yeah, I don't, I don't have it in front of me, Tim. We got a lot yeah. of test and stay kids. We got. Crazy. I mean, that's the thing. The test and stay kids wouldn't be here last year. They'd be at home. Right. So the fact that we have the test and stay program that we're we're doing, I know that um, at the elementary level this week has been over 100 test and stays every morning. Um, so that's, you know, and it's mostly at Dale Street and mostly at, at Wheelock. 
Um, so that's a lot of work on our nurses too. I mean, first thing in the morning, they have yeah. to do all those tests before the kids get to bed and they're doing them. So um, they haven't had a positive out of that yet, which has been good. So it's, yeah. and it's at least not at a level of those that are out that it's becoming a, a Depends on who you asked him. <laughs> yeah. So as of yet, there's yeah. been no close contact in school that has become positive. Uh, not that I know of, no. no. I don't think we have any. It's a lot of stuff that's, you know, outside yeah. of school, you know, it, it is. Yeah. No, but that also means that we're doing too. our job in the school and it's, you know. I mean, let's think about it. If we're in a school, I mean, I don't know, maybe people wear masks at home. I don't know. I don't, I, maybe when they have play dates, I'm not sure. But I, I mean, we, we're a pretty controlled environment, right? So, you know, we have the disinfectant, we have the cleaning stuff, we have the, the mask on. I mean, it's, it's pretty controlled. We have the ventilation, all those things that are key in this. So it's very similar to last year. We went through these, these, these ebbs and flows last year. And I think this is kind of what's happening at elementary. And it's, and it's by the way, it's elementary all around us. It's not just yeah. Medfield's elementary. Westwood's had to close down classrooms. I mean, it's, it's elementary level, uh, you know, infection that's happening, which go figure they're not vaccinated yet. So, I mean, that's what happens. So I think that's, you know, we're working towards getting them, getting them vaccinated. I mean, I think um, I just got a text before our meeting uh, we have the first positive uh, pool out of pool testing at the high school in like four or five weeks. So it's been really good up here. You know, it's been great. Um, and yeah, we're finding a lot of these with pool testing. So some districts aren't doing pool testing. So they might have, they might have uh, the virus there, but they're just not finding it yet. You know, so I think that we've, we've committed to that last year and certainly this year as well to keep people safe. And that's what we're doing. So we're probably going to find more than, than others because we're involved in having kids with PCR tests every single week. In elementary has a very high participation rate. So. Okay, um, great. So uh, future agenda items, uh, Dale Elementary facilities and planning on December 1st. Um, and uh, Medfield High School student advisors, class updates and discussion of student awareness of health and wellness resources, uh, which I, uh, wanted to kind of, if you remember, bring the, the class advisors more into the discussion and get more student input from them. Um, that will be on December 9th. Uh, also on December 1st, sorry, uh, Blake Middle School Standards-based reporting update, and that will be uh, Matt Vaughn will be doing that. On uh, December 9th, uh, we will be doing the superintendent's evaluation, which is always a big chore. So. Uh, in terms of paperwork and kind of how this goes. So I will uh, send those forms out to you and anime, whatever you have in terms of advice to do this, as I have not done this as a chair previously. Um, it's a lot of work. I thought um, that at a previous workshop, when we went through the calendar. We actually had it in November. And at the previous workshop, we went back to December. Yeah, I thought we had discussed two people working on it because it's yeah. it's it's hard and it you know you're using your own background to kind of assimilate all the information. Huh. Okay. I think that we uh, didn't make any decisions around that, but I also think that there's um yeah, I mean it's worthy of a discussion. Yeah, I think it's um I mean and I could check notes from well not just procedurally. Because I, I do remember, it's like if there's some documents we get, we, we fill up. But I just like, what is A, is A, B, C, and D? You know, actually, as I think about it, because we did not do uh, the, I didn't put Jeff's uh, report of his goals on this last one. We may actually need to push this out. To, I would to think January. so. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's my bad. No, that's so, all right. But to be thoughtful, I think it's, yeah, it's better if we got Yeah, yeah. That. yeah. No, I mean, it's, you know in the kind of the, the midst of all of what we've been doing sure. i wanted to honor the fact that he would you know certainly want to have the evaluation part out of the way we would like to get our jobs you know kind of the evaluation part done as well um but if it's not realistic and i suspect that it is not we'll move it into uh january okay. well i think that um because i, I remember it was a whatever at one point we kind of had a meeting to just walk through that process and make sure we were all on the same page. Yeah. Or we perhaps, still have that paper. We, we do have that. Yeah. Right. And then validate that's this is what we're going to do. So, I mean, I, I don't think it's bad as an agenda item. It just means, you know, hey, 
update, make sure we're all aligned on. Yeah, but I do want to, to make a specific, um, you know, expectation around when, when oh, it happens. Sure. So we can put it on, we can put it on as a, a kind of a check-in yep. at the next meeting as well. Okay. Good idea. All right. And then I just wanted to remind people that we have the school budget hearing on January 27th uh, because the calendar does not stop moving. And uh, the health advisory update um, either in January or February is starting to feel a little bit more like February. So, so okay. generally in the past, I think that at the December meeting, do we just have a, a first and the ninth in December or is there a later one? Mm -hmm. Okay, it's so usually just a just a one. Okay, and December. that one is usually where we see the first pass. Right, the ninth will see the first pass. We will still, okay. Mm -hmm. Wow. So we're still sticking to the, the budget calendar. It's not changed. It's just uh, yeah, I'm just asking because it's, it's not on the future agenda items here. Yeah. I can't put everything on. Okay. Sorry. But if you'd like to have it anytime. Just confirm. Just no, yeah, I, yeah, I'm just confirming. All right. Uh, and I have one other item. Um, having uh, Dr. Worley um, on at some point, I haven't seen him. Yet for an uh, SEL update. I think, Anna, um, you and I were both in the SEL meeting yep. a couple of weeks ago. Okay. And I think that is always sure. top of mind for you know, many people. Uh, so I, I would suggest, you know, I'm not um, asking for these really, really lengthy meetings, but I think it will be important to get that. I agree. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay. Um, so our next meeting is on December 1st, 2021 at 7 p.m. Do I hear a motion to adjourn? So moved. And may. And uh, second? Aye. Uh, Tim. And all in favor? Aye. 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 Okay, the meeting is adjourned at 7.56 p.m. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, very, very much. Thank you, Owen. Thanks, Owen.